the impeachment papers march down the hall to the Senate chambers. We'll have analysis on that and more. Hello, welcome into this, the Thursday edition of Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. I'm your host, John Rawl. 803-816-1170 is our telephone and text line that you can reach us anytime if you've got a, an opinion on impeachment, good, bad. If you have something, you just got to get off your chest. We welcome that feedback here. Again, our text line, 803-816-1170, as we put a Southern spin on on all things impeachment. In fact, we've got audio coming up in just a few moments from Louisiana's U.S. Senator John Kennedy as he spoke on thir- uh, rather Wednesday night on Fox News Channel's Tucker Carlson tonight. And as he always does, he has a, a very eloquent way of putting things. And you'll get to hear Senator Kennedy's thoughts on what's up next for the, his his own Senate chambers as the impeachment papers were delivered on Wednesday. We'll also hear from the only Southerner that's part of the impeachment managers that are coming over from the House, and that's Congresswoman Val Demings of the state of Florida, a former sheriff in the Orlando area, and she's part of the council there, the, the, the managers, if you will, going into the Senate chambers next week. And we'll get some audio from her and we'll actually have audio going back when she was questioning people as part of the impeachment hearings that were going on in the house. A little reminder in case you forgot who Val Demings is. So we've got that coming up here in this segment right here. Also, later this hour on the Y'all Show, we've got headlines from across the Southeast. Things are getting out of control in Richmond, Virginia, as the governor, Ralph Northam there, has just announced martial law. I think that's the term. (laughs) I may be a little bit off. The point is, he's declared some kind of state of emergency there, as they're going to have a gun rally on the Capitol grounds in Richmond on Monday, and he's now put out something that we'll tell you about more where you you can't have any kind of weaponry there on the capitol grounds of richmond and we'll let you know about that plus virginia has marched a little bit closer to passing the equal rights amendment we'll we'll have more on that plus as we cover state news from across the southeast governor bill lee of tennessee made headlines on wednesday as he says that he's going to do something that's probably going to really tick off a lot of the gay rights activist out there so we'll have information on that in our headlines portion coming up in the next segment later this hour we'll switch over from news to going about the south we'll go to the kentucky castle where they will find the chief operating officer of that great property outside of lexington christy eckerline is going to come on and tell us about the kentucky castle and if you've ever been around keeneland racetrack outside of lexington you probably know exactly what i'm talking about right there off of us 60 it's a beautiful property it's a hotel it's a spa a great restaurant and more all at this great southern property and we're going to learn a lot more about it maybe if you're looking for a cool place to go sometime they got a lot of events going on there including some fairy tale type events hey check it out the kentucky castle and our special guest christy eckerline heading your way later this hour on today's y'all show when we get to hour number two of today's show we'll have our buy the book feature and we'll go to kirkus reviews for some great inputs on books including as kirkus writes the 12 classics that never get old we'll share that list with you plus we'll talk about what kirkus reviews labels as some of the best books out there right now some hot new reads for you to consider all that in our buy the book feature 
And then we'll go to our SEC spotlight, as we always do here on Thursdays. And it'll be heavy purple and gold. So go Tigers. Yes, we'll hear from Ed Orgeron as he had a conversation with Scott Van Pelt the other night just after his Tigers won the national championship. And we're going to play that audio pretty funny. And what is Ed Orgeron when he wins a national championship going to go out and eat? That answer will probably surprise you, and anything coming out of Coach O might just surprise you. But we'll talk about that. We'll also give you the latest on Odell Beckham Jr. going into the locker room and handing out wads of cash. Some said it was fake money. Evidently, it wasn't. Joe Burrow said it wasn't. We've got the latest on that. Plus, there's a bunch of Tigers heading to the NFL, and we'll let you know the latest list of those Bayou Bengals that are professional bound. All that is part of our SEC spotlight. Plus, a couple of ex-SEC head football coaches found positions in the last 24 hours or so, one of which is a head coaching job in Springfield, Missouri. And we'll let you know about that. Plus, we'll have some SEC basketball talk coming your way in our SEC spotlight. Congratulations to the Alabama Crimson Tide as they won the Iron Bowl of basketball with a big win over Auburn on Wednesday evening there on the Alabama campus. And then the Kentucky Wildcats went down at the buzzer to the upstart South Carolina Gamecocks there at Colonial Life Arena, USC with a huge bucket to get the win. And Frank Martin's ball club celebrated big time. And we'll have all that, plus all the other SEC basketball news, including the latest standings. And we'll look at the women's college basketball ranks. We've got a SEC team atop the entire rankings of women's college basketball. And this team is a oldie but goldie. Does that sound? Yeah, it's an oldie but goldie. They've been good before, but it's been a while. And now they're back atop the promised land of women's college basketball. So we'll have all that coming up in hour two of today's program. Well, we hope your Thursday's going great. So good that you could join us here on the Y'all Show. And as we mentioned, we start out this hour talking about impeachment as on Wednesday, it was formally passed in the house of representatives and nancy pelosi signed the dotted line with about 20 pens there in the halls of congress to make the impeachment actually official and she delivered it or her cronies or or i guess they're called managers they delivered it there to the senate side of the capitol building and now the senate will convene on this day and figure out what they're going to do with these impeachment articles against donald john trump if you had a chance to watch the proceedings on wednesday i happened to see the evident uh, the, the the events that happened around 6 30 eastern 5 30 central where Pelosi was gathered by with her fellow managers as well as some of the committee chairs on the Democratic side. And as many of the conservative talk shows said Wednesday night, it was kind of a circus because Pelosi, at one moment, she's talking about how solemn the occasion was. They don't want to be there. They're just following the Constitution. And you want to believe them. I mean, why else would they come up and do all this stuff, right? And then it's almost like a a post-game celebration in the locker room where was odell beckham jr (laughs) he should have been at dc on wednesday passing out hundred dollar bills to the legislators there after it was official and, and moved on down the hall to the senate as you had several of the congress the the members of congress just very very happy that this impeachment was then official and they all got their little 
pen, their keepsake pen that was used to sign the impeachment. It took Nancy Pelosi probably about an hour or two to sign the darn thing because she had to use each pen to sign one letter of the impeachment articles. A little bit ridiculous, to be honest with you, for something that's supposed to be so sacred. In fact, she even said it was caught on audio (laughs) that her autograph there, her signature was a little bit off i don't know the exact words that she used but when you when you use a different pen for each letter of your name yeah it's going to look a little off and uh speaker pelosi yeah you ought to know better but we live in a country of laws and so the house has as she said forever impeached president trump and now it'll go down the street to the senate and we'll see what happens uh, i think it's the east wing of the the Capitol building is where the Senate chambers are. We'll see what happens on that end of the building over the next couple of days. President Trump, by the way, as of right this second, scheduled to go to Switzerland next week. He's supposed to be part of this economic summit going on in Davos, Switzerland. He skipped out on it last year. And this year, is he going to go to it? He may make a, a last second decision to not go. Maybe over the weekend, he'll decide not to go. But it could be very good counter-programming if he were to go there and meet up with some of the world leaders and and tout America's great economic success. It could be a little bit of a, a, a stab at the Democratic leadership if he were over there stealing headlines. But something tells me, other than Fox News Channel, just about every other channel is going to be very much on top of what goes on in the U.S. Senate with the impeachment proceedings speaking of the u.s senate there is a member of that very distinguished body that was on fox news channel on wednesday night and that was the senator from the state of louisiana john kennedy a guy who is somebody fascinating to listen to no matter what the subject but he really did a good job talking on tucker carlson tonight about these impeachment proceedings yes he put a conservative spin but he he was very as he normally is this great louisianan who i think was born in mississippi to be exact he kind of has a way of just telling it like it is and breaking it all down and let's hear what the senator from louisiana told tucker carlson on wednesday evening you don't have to be mensa material tucker to see that speaker pelosi is swollen with partisan rage um and the whole process in the house was rigged we're going to do it differently in the senate we're going to treat both sides fairly as i said the other day when we're done i i I don't want the american people to look at the senate's work and say well we just got run over by the same truck twice it was unfair in the house and it was unfair in the senate I want people to walk away and say, look, the Senate was fair. They did it right. They gave equal time to to both sides, and we understand the allegations, and the Senate voted, and that's what we're going to try to do. It's probably unknowable at this stage, but what do you expect the timeline roughly to be for this? I I think there will be be a presentation first by the prosecution, and there's been a lot of talk about, well, witnesses— I realize that that common sense is illegal in Washington, but common sense would tell you the discussion of witnesses is premature. We don't know the senators anyway. We we don't know the details of the the prosecution's case. Um, We don't know the details of President Trump's defense because Speaker Pelosi didn't allow him to have one. And in terms of the prosecution's case, if you ask nine out of ten senators, They'll tell you they hadn't read the transcripts of the House, and the 10th is lying. All they have done is look at the news articles 
and uh, they're reading the, the media reports. And as we know, after the reporting on the Steele dossier, you have to be careful what you read. So we need to get we need to hear the prosecution and then we need to hear the defense. I think that'll take probably four days together. Then yep. the senators can ask questions. That'll take a couple of days. I'll learn a lot from listening to the questions, and I'll learn a lot from listening to the answers. And then after we actually, maybe, possibly know what we're talking about, we can make a decision about witnesses. Now, I want to be fair about the witnesses. If we end up calling uh, uh, Chuck Schumer's witnesses or the, the prosecute, Speaker Pelosi's witnesses, I think the Speaker and and Senator Schumer are together on it. I, I want to treat the defense fairly. The president gets to call witnesses too. Yeah. Uh, everybody, every, everybody gets a level playing field, and we could end up in in a very odd circumstance where Senator Schumer he caught the car. I mean, he he asked for his witnesses. They're all White House aides. The president claims executive privilege. In fairness, the president gets his witnesses. So we end up hearing from Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, um, whoever else is on the witness list. Yeah. Uh, 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 chairman, uh, well, any of the chairmen that were involved. And uh, uh, the, the uh, prosecution doesn't get to it, hear its witnesses because of executive privilege. From Fox News Channel's Tucker Carlson Tonight Show, that was Senator John Kennedy of Louisiana talking to the host there about the impeachment proceedings now that the Senate is set to convene at high noon and then we'll kind of start setting the rules up mid-afternoon, I think, is the projection of that. And Senator Kennedy, it will be fascinating to hear him over these next few days as the impeachment proceedings begin. Well, one of the Congress people, people, Congress persons in this whole deal going on in the Senate is the only Southerner, by the way, Val Demings, as she was one of the seven managers that will be tasked with trying to get President Trump convicted, I guess is the term, and, and thrown out of office. Now, she has been serving in the Congress for a few years now, and she has a fascinating background. She actually was a sheriff there in the Orlando area as she was there for a while before beginning her political career, as she is a 62-year-old woman who is actually married to the current, I think, mayor of Orange County, Florida, Jerry Demings. And again, she'd been throughout the law enforcement community as she went on to be a patrolman on Orlando's west side at one point before she was appointed chief of the Orlando Police Department. Uh, I'm sorry, she was not a sheriff. She was a she was a chief of police of Orlando. And I think her her husband was actually the sheriff of that Orange County, I think. I apologize to our Orange County listeners here, but she retired from her position there with Orlando after serving with the OPD for 27 years, and then she went on to run for Congress. She was first elected in 2017 and then unopposed in her 2018 election, and again, she'll be the only person from the South represented from the manager side of the congressman there in the Senate here over the next couple of weeks. Just want to keep that in mind. Let's go back in the archives about a month or so as Representative Demings was part of the whole hearings, the impeachment hearings, as she was there in the Judiciary Committee hearings back in early December. And here is some audio of her questioning Democratic counsel Daniel Goldman back on December 9th as part of the impeachment inquiry into President Trump. And this might shake a little memory for you or two of Representative Demings, 
her questioning there in the halls of Congress. Mr. Goldman, as a member of the Intelligence Committee, I saw significant firsthand evidence that President Trump conditioned our military aid on Ukraine announcing investigations into the 2016 election and the Bidens and betrayed our national security interests in the process. For example, Ambassador Sondland told us that once the Ukrainians found out about the aid being withheld, it was made, and I quote, abundantly clear to them that if they wanted the aid, and I quote, they were going to have to make these statements. Mr. Goldman, beginning on and around the 25th of July call, through September, would you agree that, consistent with the testimony we just reviewed, Ukraine was made aware that to receive our military aid and the White House visit, that they were going to have to make a statement announcing the investigations? Not only were they made aware, but they were made aware either by President Trump's proxy, Rudy Giuliani, or from President Trump himself through Ambassador Sondland, who spoke to President Zelensky and Andrei Yermak on September 7th and told them what President Trump had confirmed to him, that the aid was conditioned on the investigations. And by the end of August, President Zelensky did in fact commit to making that statement on CNN. Is that correct? That's right. Finally, President Zelensky relented. Congressman Val Demings of the state of Florida, and she'll be, again, one of the seven members there from the House that will be tasked with trying to get the conviction of President Trump and the impeachment proceedings that will be going on in the Senate starting on Tuesday of next week. Well, that's a quick look at impeachment talk here on today's Y'all Show. We've got headlines from across the Southeast. We've got some state political news to tell you about from Virginia and in Tennessee, plus other headlines of note. All that's coming up next. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. 
Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. All they do is talk. Continuing on with today's Y'all Show, as we look at headlines from across Dixie, in Richmond, Virginia, on Wednesday, Governor Ralph Northam announced that he was declaring a state of emergency over threats of armed militia groups storming our capital, his words, as part of the statement. All this comes before a gun rights rally will be held on Monday at the state capitol there in Richmond. Northam's emergency will ban weapons of all kinds, including firearms from the capitol grounds starting on Friday and will continue through Tuesday. He said the order was necessary to protect public safety because of potential violence from out-of-state groups at a gun rights rally that is scheduled for the Martin Luther King Robert E. Lee holiday on Monday. As Northam said at a Capitol News conference, let me be clear, these are considered credible, serious threats by our law enforcement agencies as the governor's trying to make sure that this enrichment doesn't turn out to be what happened in Charlottesville, Virginia back in 2017 when you had these armed militias and i still as a guy who believes in free speech and believes in the second amendment if you go back to that charlottesville event of 2017 it was stunning to see people who looked like they were special forces members walking around the streets of charlottesville in their bdus and combat fatigues and they were just civilians but they had their ar-15s and other similar rifles and they looked pretty darn i mean it was impressive but these were not members of law enforcement. They weren't members of the military. They were just regular people who were exercising their right to walk around with guns. But when you mix in the guns with these the combat gear, they, if you would have taken a picture, you'd have never guessed they were not in the military or part of law enforcement. And that helped probably create the environment that was there uh, uh the disaster there in charlottesville in august of 2017 now virginia is also in the news because it's about to become the 38th state to ratify the equal rights amendment as on wednesday the state moved to the brink of becoming the latest state to do this and what would be a monument a momentous victory for the women's rights movement even though it's far from certain the measure will ever be added to the u.s constitution as the Democratic-held House and Senate both approved the proposed amendment with bipartisan support, and that comes well over a generation after Congress sent the Equal Rights Amendment to states for ratification in 1972. And remember, you got to have 38 states sign up to be a amendment to the Constitution. So Virginia could be the 38th state. Some people said the the time since it's been so long i mean we're talking 48 years now since it was ratified that there there should be like an expiration date on its authorization from congress we'll find out 
if if that indeed comes to play in the halls of government in nashville tennessee governor bill lee announced this week that he'll sign into law a measure that would assure continued taxpayer funding of faith-based foster care and adoption agencies even if they exclude lesbian gay bisexual and transsexual families and others based on religious beliefs as the republican controlled senate gave the bill final passage on the first day of the 2020 legislative session and it was initially approved by the house of the state house of tennessee last april the bill was sent to the republican governor amid warnings by critics of possible negative consequences for tennessee's reputation governor lee's communication director confirmed in a statement that the governor would indeed sign the bill as earlier the governor declined to weigh in after saying he was he's not read the two-page bill and I, I think, un, I think, unfortunately for Governor Lee, it would not surprise me if some of the real activists storm upon the hill there in Nashville and create a large, large problem for Governor Lee and the Republicans. A handful of states to date have actually enacted similar re- legislation in their state governments, and that includes the states of Oklahoma, Texas, Alabama, Virginia, Mississippi, all those included in the mix. So, Governor Bill Lee in the news out of Tennessee. A judge has now halted President Trump's order to allow states to block refugees as this federal judge in Silver Spring, Maryland, halted the executive order that gives the state and local officials the ability to shut the door on refugees. And it ignited a fierce debate in communities about how the U.S. should treat refugees and such u.s district judge peter masit in maryland said in his ruling that the president's order flies in the face of clear congressional intent of the 1980 refugee act by allowing state and local governments to block the resettlement of refugees in their jurisdictions masit also said the process should continue as it has for nearly 40 years with refugee settlement agencies deciding where a person would best thrive something tells me this will be appealed and keep moving up the halls of the judicial branch now i'm sounding a little bit maybe like a democrat liberal here today on the show i'm just telling you the headlines and one headline that came out that i saw a lot of news outlets reporting on wednesday was the fact that according to nasa scientists and more the earth just ended its hottest ever year measured and that capped off by the second warmest year on record ever okay the hottest ever this the the decade was the hottest by far ever measured and this past year was the second warmest year on record and that according to agencies out of the federal government and the scientists said they see no end to the way man-made climate change keeps shattering records the 2010s averaged 58.4 degrees fahrenheit worldwide and let's see in 2019 what was the temperature i think it was 58.71 was the national or rather the data of average temps in fahrenheit according to noaa so this gives maybe those who believe in global warming a little bit more ammunition in the future what a low life in the charlotte area a man there has now been sentenced to more than three years in prison for roaming neighborhoods in metro charlotte stealing mail from mailboxes and then cashing thousands of dollars of checks that were in the mailbox as his scheme eric magana is his name he targeted the affluent neighborhoods in mecklenburg county of charlotte and davidson county also went into fort mill south carolina 
as he would drive up to mailbox, reach his hand through the window of the car, and take mail that residents had failed to bring inside after daytime delivery. And again, according to the records, he stole at least 1,300 pieces or 1,300 victims. So imagine all the junk mail that guy had to sort through as he was sentenced this week to 42 months in prison in federal court. The 34-year-old Charlotte resident also has to pay $77,000 in restitution. So I doubt he'll be going into too many mailboxes while he's in jail serving time for theft of that much mail. The Rock's dad, Rocky Johnson, a WWE Hall of Famer, has passed away at the age of 75 as Rocky Johnson was a legendary professional wrestler in his own right. And he was actually from Nova Scotia in Canada and was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2008. And a lot of people in the South grew up watching WWE wrestling and were quite familiar with this wrestler. The, the I think they called him the Soul. Soul was his nickname. And uh, I, I didn't grow up watching wrestling. So there, for, forgive me, the Soul Man. There you go. That was his nickname. And his son now, The Rock, carries on a great tradition. And finally, as we wrap up our headlines here for today's show, Steve Gleason, before Congress got involved with delivering impeachment papers to the Senate on Wednesday, Steve Gleason was recognized with a congressional gold medal as House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and others gathered to honor this former New Orleans Saints football player. And this was held at the U.S. Capitol's Statuary Hall as a delegation out of Louisiana spoke at the ceremony that highlighted the work Gleason's done to further the cause of those fighting ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. Gleason spoke at the ceremony, giving thanks to those and that were there in attendance, and that included Drew Brees. Now, if you're not familiar with Steve Gleason, he played college football at Washington State and then played for many years for the New Orleans Saints, was famous for a famous punt block the Saints had back in the early 2000s and then he was diagnosed with Lou Gehrig's disease around 2011 and his life's kind of been chronicled over the last few years in a documentary series called A Football Life and just a horrible horrible disease ALS and Lou Gehrig's is and it's wonderful that he was able to go to Washington DC and people like Drew Brees went alongside him for this very very solemn event but he was given the congressional gold medal on Wednesday, congratulations to Steve Gleason and to all the Saints fans who love this great player that played about eight years in the NFL from 2000 to 2006. He was a member of the Saints. And that will conclude our headlines here on this Thursday, y'all. Hey, when we come back, we'll switch over to talk a little tourism. And Festive South is our feature that we discuss all things getting on the road and seeing the South. And Kentucky Castle is located just outside of Lexington, Kentucky. It's in Versailles, Kentucky. And the COO of that property, Christy Eckerlein, will be our very special guest. She's going to tell us about this hotel, resort, spa, and more. It's going to be a fantastic interview. You don't want to miss it. And it is coming up next. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. 
You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. This is the Y'all Show, and we love to tell you about your region. I'm John Rawl, and now it's Festive South time, our first Festive South feature where we go to a Dixie destination here for the year 2020, and we're going to go to a castle. Haven't y'all always wanted to go live the, the old Renaissance lifestyle and such? Well, you can, you can kind of have a little bit of taste of that if you travel to the Lexington, Kentucky area, because there you'll find the Kentucky Castle. And right now on the Y'all Show, we'll find from the Kentucky Castle, the COO, Christy Eckerline. She's joining us right now to let us know all about this fantastic property. Welcome into the Y'all Show. Well, thank you so much. I'm so happy that you all have me on air. I'm uh, happy to be here and talk about the Kentucky Castle with well, you all. We appreciate it. Christy, of course, if you haven't been to Lexington, Kentucky, this is about 10 minutes due west of downtown Lexington. It's just off of US 60, and I happened to be coming through there this past summer, and I saw it, and I'm like, oh, that's somebody's fancy house there. That's pretty nice. I had no idea it was a place that people could rent out you can go to a restaurant there you got a whole lot going on and one of the things we're going to talk to christy about are some of the events taking place at the kentucky castle but if you don't mind christy give us a quick kind of snapshot of the history of kentucky castle because i don't think you had actual knights and gladiators there on the grounds 500 years ago so tell me a little bit how this thing got got to be there in central kentucky 
Well, unfortunately, we did not originally have Knights Gladiators, but (laughs) this was inspired by castles that did. So actually, in the 1960s, a gentleman by the name of Rex Martin, he and his wife were married and honeymooned in Europe and were inspired by the castles that they saw and visited there and decided, you know, hey, let's build one. And Central Kentucky was the place of choice. And so they began construction in 1969 on what is now known as the Kentucky Castle. And unfortunately, after a few years of building, their marriage did not make it through. But he continued building his project for a few years until ultimately he put it up for sale. And it sat vacant for a while. Um, And after he actually passed in 2003, the property was sold to a gentleman who then came in, continued construction on it, and opened it up kind of what I would say softly in 2008. It was kind of it was hard to access. There wasn't a lot going on there. And then in 2017, it sold again to a group of Kentucky investors that have come in and really refurbished the entire property and really brought it to what it is today. And so we now today have a hotel on site, a restaurant on site, an event center, and also a spa, which is our most recent addition. Man, and it's even got a little farm there that y'all have vegetables. You've got honeybees, I think, on the property that y'all go out and get the honey for. It's just a really neat property just off of US 60 in Versailles, Kentucky. And again, you can go to the website if you want to learn more, the Kentucky Castle. Dot com and here on today's y'all show we're visiting with christy eckerline of that property there in central kentucky so it's been just a kind of a reboot here here over the last couple of years with the kentucky castle and how many hotel rooms do you have there on the property we have 13 guest rooms and then we also have one guest cabin on site which overlooks our farm okay all right. Well, that, and I've seen a video interview of your property there. And man, the hotel rooms, y'all aren't lacking when it comes to space. This is a place that you'll have plenty of space if you're a, a guest of the Kentucky Castle. So kudos on that. Well, thank you. We, we want our guests to be comfortable when they stay with us. And we do have quite a few rooms that are very spacious. And then we also have our two-story guest chalets, which are actually in the tower of the castle. Uh-huh. So you get to stay there and enjoy two different floors of guest amenities. Well, you often have weddings there, and that's going to be ramping up as we get closer to springtime. Also, private events and such. Give me, if you don't mind, a list of some of the more unusual things you've put on there and maybe a a celebrity or two who've stopped by for an event at the Kentucky Castle. Well, we have all types of different events that we do, as you mentioned, do all kinds of private events. And then we also host events that anyone can purchase a ticket to and attend. And we truly like to hit all of the different age ranges so that everyone can come enjoy our spaces. We have fairy tale princess tours and actually coming up later this month, we're doing a superhero training day. So if you're not into princesses, we still want you to come out and enjoy the castle. We do lunch tours regularly where you get to come tour the grounds, see a room, enjoy a meal in our ballroom. 
which is a wonderful experience and very budget friendly as well. We also have concert series that we do. Um, just this past weekend, we had Kathy Matea that performed at the Kentucky Castle. Awesome. And also Robert Stanley II performed with us as well. Riders in the Sky is coming back this spring. We're going to have Daryl Scott back this summer. We do a ton of different concerts and a ton of different offerings. We also do bourbon dinners and wine dinners. So we have we have something for everybody. Um, and we have had a few different celebrities stay with us. Um, some of them I won't mention, but some of them that have made that public. We had Carson Wentz actually proposed at the Kentucky Castle. He's the quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. And oh. We also had a pretty large wedding that will be televised later this spring as well that happened last summer. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the Vanderpump Rules stars, Brittany Cartwright and Jax Taylor, but they had their nuptials at the castle last summer. And it was a wonderful event, and it will be featured on their show this spring. I knew there was something going on from a celebrity angle. I, I think I remember seeing or hearing something about Carson Wentz. That's pretty neat. Was there a connection to Kentucky, why he chose that spot there to get married? Yes, his now wife is actually from Lexington. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I, I mean, I know I think he's from out west and, of course, plays for the Eagles. Uh, so, hey, well, you know, that's a lovely place. Are you part of the actual bourbon trail there in Versailles? Our property is not. There okay. are some properties in and around us that are, and so we do get quite a few bourbon trail people that stay with us. And we actually have many of our bar staff are trained bourbon stewards. So we have quite the vintage bourbon collection that we really pride ourselves on, and we love to be involved in that aspect of Central Kentucky bourbon and horses yeah we embrace it all well again if you've ever traveled west from lexington on us 60 the road that goes right beside the kentucky castle you'll see some amazing properties horses i believe kingland is off that road right it is it's just they're our neighbor just a hop skip and a jump down the road that's what i thought the airport is out that way as well and not far from your property there on the other side of Versailles is where the bluegrass parkway i believe starts heading toward let's say bowling green and heading that part of kentucky so a lot of people are very familiar with your site but may not know if you're from the kentucky area what exactly goes on at the kentucky castle and that's why we have today as our special guest the coo of kentucky castle christy eckerline joining us here now if you go to your website you've got a link for events and it has a listing of all the things that are going on that you can go ahead and get your tickets in advance for and i want to let people know this very weekend if you head to the castle they've got superhero training day (laughs) taking place christy are you going to be involved in that i actually will not be (laughs) but it's going to be an absolutely wonderful event we work with a local talent group that provides actors for us whether they're a princess or a superhero and they're an actual phenomenal group to work with and they are coming back to help us put on this event for all the kids that are coming out to enjoy it so we're really excited about it and as we mentioned you have the fairy tale fairy tale tour that takes place with the castle princesses at kentucky castle now this is something that goes on several times so you can go to the website and get linked and get your various reservations set up for that this will be going on at least until february that i'm aware of and tell us a little bit more about what that entails that is really an opportunity for kids to come to the castle see the castle get to tour it But versus our normal tour that we have that is led by a tour guide, these tours are led by princesses. So they put a 
fairy tale semi-fictional spin on the tour itself and then it also gives the kids a chance to sit down they get to have snacks with the princess and they do a craft with them so it's a chance for them to engage with them and tour the castle on a way that they can relate to the property a little more than a standard tour Ah, okay again the website is the kentucky castle.com there you can go learn a whole lot more about the accommodations offered there the events that we're kind of telling you about also want to let you know you can go and eat at the kentucky castle you don't have to necessarily be a patron of the hotel to come in and enjoy a great meal in fact christy got a brag your restaurant there was voted the most romantic restaurant in kentucky by reader's digest also got a diner's choice award for 2019 so do brag about what you've got there on the property from a restaurant perspective our restaurant is absolutely wonderful our executive chef is jason walls and what i find so intriguing about him is not only is he a phenomenal chef that puts dishes together that i never would have imagined but he's also a farmer and so we are truly a farm to table restaurant we have a garden on our site that our chef actually helps to plan what is being planted in there so that he can utilize everything coming out of our garden in our restaurant at one point during the summer 100 percent of all of our produce was supplied from on property which i'm very proud of and it's that's exciting for me we are a kentucky proud restaurant so we do serve all kentucky proud proteins besides any seafood that we have flown in actually but we also have a great seafood partner that we have fresh fish that's flown in and by the time it's on your plate it's a day or two old so it is still very fresh and we get our our filet for example comes from a farm out in paducah kentucky so it, they're everybody's neighbors as far as everything's going to be served on your plate it's fresh very flavorful and you're going to enjoy anything that you order off of our menu yeah other items the entrees include a pork chop on the menu you got a farmer joe duck breast served up as well and you also have a vegetarian plate for those who want to go that route and all of which makes for a lovely meal uh, well worth the drive if you're not in the lexington area and you want to come in from let's say knoxville nashville or any other point in the southeast well worth the drive to versailles kentucky to visit the kentucky castle now another aspect you said is your latest aspect added to the castle and that's your spa and i know a lot of people are on the edge of their seat wanting to know what exactly that means here at the castle so we have a wonderful spa and one of the questions that we always get is do i have to stay there to come to the spa and the answer is absolutely not we would love for everyone to come out and enjoy our spa it is in a separate building from the main part of the castle so it's in a stone cabin on the back part of our property and you can go to our spa you can enjoy a facial a massage we have an infrared sauna we have a cryotherapy chamber um, we have also started using a product line called voya and with voya we have developed some new services that we were providing that are different mud wraps and different body scrubs so there are numerous different services that you can come out and enjoy and we're also actually offering some medical aesthetics as well with a partnership with a local physician's office and so we're excited to have that on site so whether you just want to come relax in the sauna maybe get a massage or if you need something a little injected into your face come out to the kentucky castle spa and 
visit us out there. Well, we will definitely have to do that. Now, if you're traveling from way away from Lexington, Christy, you're right next to the, uh, what is it, the Bluegrass Airport is your neighbor? Yes. Okay. And then that's the main airport for Lexington? It is. Okay. So, very. I mean, you could almost hop, skip, and jump over to the airport from your property. So, let that not uh, kind of keep you from coming to the Kentucky Castle. And, again, you're right next to the Keeneland Racetrack, which the big race there is what, in May? Well, we have – they race in April and October. Oh, okay. All right. And so, um, in April, there's always a few different featured races and the same in October. But we're actually really excited as well because Keeneland is – the venue for the 2020 breeders cup this year so we'll have lots of stuff going on at the kentucky castle for that as well okay so i assume y'all work rather close with keeneland on these different uh, events like these races for breeders cup and more we always have a lot of stuff going on and they have a lot of stuff going on so they're they're good friends and neighbors of ours well that's what we like here in the south good neighbors well christy eckerline coo of the kentucky castle we certainly thank you for taking a little time to come on the y'all show and give us a little idea about the property again the kentucky castle it's got a hotel that's awesome a spa that's incredible a very tasty restaurant and plenty of events for you to stop at including the super superheroes and the fairy tale tours and more all that again at the website the kentucky christy thank you so much for coming on the y'all show thank you all so much for having me i absolutely loved getting to chat with y'all for a few minutes hey and i like your usage of the word y'all when the y'all show continues after this break we'll take a quick look at some of the new books that are out on the news on the newsstands and the bookshelves of the world also we'll take a look at sec basketball hey we were just talking about a, a little town called lexington well there's a basketball team that plays there called the wildcats we'll give you an update on kentucky wildcat sports and more reaction from monday night's national championship game between clemson and lsu our sec spotlight an hour two right here on the y'all show Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply.
appreciate you. Welcome into the Y'all Show. Another hour here. We've got SEC Sports coming up big time in a handful of minutes. We're going to hear from the man, the myth, the legend, Ed Orgeron, as he was interviewed by Scott Van Pelt just after a couple of moments after he'd won the national championship. And Coach O was on his show on ESPN. We've got a little bit of that audio to share with you, and it's going to be fun hearing Coach O, who's always fun to hear. But when he wins a national championship, when he wins his very first and LSU's first since, what, 2007, it, it was a good time to be a Bayou Bengal. And it's a good time right now. By the way, they got a big celebration in Baton Rouge coming up Saturday. If you want to get your purple and gold on, that's the place to be. So our SEC spotlight, we got news about what happened in the moments after the win where a certain former LSU player was giving out wads of cash. We've got an update on that. A lot of LSU players are going to get wads of cash and then some. They've just declared for the NFL draft. We'll tell you that list. We'll also tell you about a couple of coaches that used to be in the SEC who found gigs elsewhere in the last day or so. All that coming up in our SEC football spotlight. Then we've got an SEC basketball spotlight. And go Gamecocks! USC gets a walk-off win against the Kentucky Wildcats there in Columbia on Wednesday evening. And we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about a huge win for the Alabama Crimson Tide as they gave Auburn their first loss of the the whole season. Season. Bruce Pearl's team is, it looks like, marching right back to the Final Four this year. We'll talk a little SEC hoops. We'll also give you the latest standings and more, plus the women's. We've got the, the poll for women's college basketball that will highlight about a half dozen SEC teams in that women's top 25. All that is coming your way, and all of that is absolutely free right here on the show that's all about the South. Hey, you can find us a couple different ways at y'all.com. That's the easiest way to find the Y'all Show. And then all the other great stories that are up at y'all.com when you go to that website. And let me just give you a little tease. If you haven't been on y'all.com, eh, let's say in the last uh, week or two, maybe since Christmas, we've got stories galore. We've got, speaking of sports, a story called the Mount Rushmore of Dallas Sports all appearing in a gala and we'll let you know where and when people like roger staubach emmett smith and more oh if you're a cowboys fan you're going to want to go to y'all.com and read all about that from the music side precious harris has posted her nashville music line column and there we have in writing you you could have heard her on wednesday's y'all show talk about the father-son combination of red akins and his son thomas rett they both are about to have babies yeah red akins at age 50 is about to have another baby and then we have some of the really fun stuff that you're not going to find anywhere else like making your home look new without major renovation that's a pretty helpful thing and another one that's perfect maybe we need to give this to the akins boys rhett and thomas akins as they're about to have babies there in their households Eight pro tips to stay stylish during pregnancy. I think this is more for the moms instead of the dads like Rhett and Thomas. But a very good read, and you can find it all right there free of charge at y'all.com. Or go on Facebook and look for y'all.com and and like the page. And every article, every y'all show episode will be put right there in your news feed on Facebook. Pretty 
pretty good stuff and we appreciate we we're asking a favor can, can you do that can you go like us can you hit hit that subscribe button can you hit that like button we need all the hip that we can get right here on the y'all show but regardless we appreciate you listening right here on today's y'all show we begin this hour of the show with books in mind this is where what we call buy the book where we look at books of yesterday books of today and more and as we look at books of yesterday, we have courtesy of Kirkus Reviews, something they have an article out, 12 classics that never get old. And I haven't looked through the list. This is going to be news to me as I go through here. So some of these might be books that are very, very well known. Some might be a little bit of a surprise to you as this comes to us again from com, And that's a, a very book centric. They're a website and more. They have a newsletter and they're just book nerds. I don't know what else to say about Kirkus. And here's their list coming out right now of the 12 classics that never get old okay first one up is never let me go by kajio isuriko and this is a book where it's an ambitious scientific experiment wreaks horrendous toll in the booker winning british author's disturbingly eloquent sixth novel as someone wrote a masterpiece of craftsmanship that offers an unparalleled emotional experience all of this about the book never let me go it checks in at number 12 on kirkus's list of the 12 classics that never get old up next is gilead i believe is the pronunciation of this by marilyn robinson the wait since 1981 and housekeeping is over robinson returns with a second novel that however quiet in tone and however delicate of step will do no less than tell the story of america and break your heart okay it's spelled g-i-l-e-a-d and i'll let you pronounce it however you want from mary lynn robinson that book out right now don't you love it when you get curveballs thrown your way with book titles next up on the kirkus reviews books of the classics that you just need to know about and that will never get old is jennifer egan's a visit from the goon squad as she, the review says, time's a goon as the action moves from the late 70s to the early 2020s while the characters wonder what happened to their youthful selves and ideals. Jennifer Egan, a visit from the goon squad. And that checks in on this list of a dozen classics that will never go old. La Rose, a book by Louise Erdick, or Erdrick is out. After accidentally shooting his friend and his neighbor's young son, a man on an American Indian reservation subscribes to an old form of justice by giving his own son, La Rose, to the parents of his victim. Oh, okay. Well, one reviewer wrote, Electric, nimble, and perceptive, this novel is about the phosphorus of grief, but also more essentially about the emotions men need but rarely get from one another. Louise Erdrich and la rose is one of the classics that according to kirkus never get old philip roth his book the plot against america a politically charged alternate history in which aryan supremacist hero charles Lindbergh unseats franklin delano roosevelt in 1940 with catastrophic consequences for america's jews now there is some truth to this as a fellow that loves history american history military history more i've seen 
the footage of the 1930s and 40s where Nazis here in this country were holding big rallies. Man, they had a gigantic Nazi rally, I think around 1940, and it was in Madison Square Garden in New York City. There wasn't an empty seat in the building. And at that time, prior to America's entry into World War II, Charles Lindbergh indeed was a Nazi sympathist. Okay. You could say he was a fan. Okay. And remember, this was in the middle of the Great Depression. This was a horrible time to be in the South. It was a horrible time to be in America. And we weren't really sure where Germany would be going at that time as far as would we have envisioned in the 1930s there would be a holocaust i I seriously doubt it i doubt people in germany could have envisioned it in the 30s they they knew that the leadership there weren't fans and had crystal knocked and other things and jews certainly were doing their best to get out of that country but there was a lot of uh attraction in this country uh, I won't say a lot. There was a, a some degree. I don't. I can't tell you how many. But people were. In, I mean, remember Adolf Hitler was a Time Man of the Year back in the 1930s. Okay, and we had the Olympics in 1936 in Berlin, and yeah, it was a little bit of a, a disaster for some of our own Southern athletes. People like Jesse Owens and others who were denied gold medals at the time. But it, for the most part. Germany came away looking pretty admired by the rest of the world. Here's a country that had just been defeat, defeated in a world war 20 years earlier, and here they are having this big Olympics and this kind of goofy deal called Nazism was going on. But, hey, this country looks like it's on the on, – on, they got their stuff together. Meanwhile, in America, there was Jim Crow going on here. And you were rich or you were poor and there weren't a lot of rich people. It was it was a tough go of it in the middle of the Great Depression. And so people like Charles Lindbergh were were intrigued. And I don't know how far he took it. So that's why his name's even being thrown out here in this book, The Plot Against America. Uh, an intriguing book, something you might want to kind of check out. And, and to Lindbergh's credit, after America entered World War II, he certainly got on board the American calls and I won't say he worked nonstop to lead us to victory, but he didn't, he didn't work against our U.S. forces here. He he did do some, I think, some rallies and such to help out. I mean, he was an old man at that point in the 40s, but uh, certainly a hero of the 19, what was it, 20s when he was flying around the world. And that name is uh, often, you don't know the whole story of Lindbergh, but that this book maybe tells it in The Plot Against America from Philip Roth. Sounds like a great read. The Underground Railroad's also on this list, and this is by Colson Whitehead. What if the metaphorical Underground Railroad had been an actual Underground Railroad complete with a steam locomotive pulling a dilapidated boxcar along a subterranean nexus of steel tracks? I don't know where this guy came up with this idea, but it's out there as uh, the Underground Railroad, again, a connection to here in the South where Many blacks in the pre-Civil War days found their way to freedom by going on the Underground Railroad. And there's that museum in Cincinnati, Ohio, that you can go and learn a lot more about this part of American history. But I'm not sure how historic this book from Whitehead is, but if you want to read it, check it out. The Underground Railroad. Up next is Salvage the Bones by Jesmyn Ward. 
an evocative novel of a family torn apart by grief, hardship, misunderstanding, and soon the biggest storm any of them has ever seen. As this book's out now in one of the classics that never get old, according to Kirkus Reviews. The Goldfinch from Donna Tart. This is, I think, is she from Mississippi? I think she is. A long-awaited, elegant mediation on love, memory, and the haunting power of art. Donna Tart's The Goldfinch. And that is one of the classics that never get old here, according to Kirkus Reviews. Also on the list, the sellout from Paul Beattie, the provocative author of The White Boy Shuffle and Slumberland, is back with his most penetratingly satirical novel yet. As one reviewer said, another daring razor-sharp novel from a writer with talent to burn, Paul Beatty's The Sellout. And we only have three more left here. Viet Tran wins The Sympathizer, a closely written novel of after the war Vietnam when all that was solid melted into air. What a crazy time there in Saigon and South Vietnam of the 1970s. And this book here, a wonderful read if you want to learn more about that time period just after the hostilities came to an end in what is now a unified Vietnam, but at that time, South Vietnam. The overstory from Richard Powers. Powers' 12th novel is a masterpiece of operatic proportions involving nine central characters in more than a half century of American life. The overstory, Richard Powers, is part of the 12 classics that never get old, according to Kirkus Reviews. And finally, the last one to tell you about is Emma Donahoe's Room. Talented, versatile Donahoe, who wrote The Sealed Letter, relates a searing tale of survival and recovery in the voice of a five-year-old boy. And that's out as one of the 12 classics that never get old, according to Kirkus Reviews. Now, what about some of the newer books? What about some of the bestsellers, according to Kirkus Reviews? I'm going to just zip through these here from the fiction angle. Kirkus Reviews says a good book to go check out is Kylie Reed's Such a Fun Age. From the nonfiction category, Patrick Radden Keefe's Say Nothing. A teen book, if you've got a teenager around, you might want to check a book out for them. <laughs> like you're going to go to the library and check this out. No, you're going to check it out at Kindle or wherever else you get books these days. Renee Adia's The Beautiful, a teen book out right now. A children's book is Hair Love, written by Matthew Cherry and illustrated by Vashti Harrison. Hair Love in the children's category. The best books out this very week, according to Kirkus Reviews, Night Theater, and that is by Vikram Parkarkalar, Night Theater. Then you have Start by Believing by John Barr and Dan Murphy. That's in the nonfiction category. Another nonfiction book out, Father of Lines from Louise Callahan. An indie book worth reading, according to Kirkus Reviews, is Makato Shinakai's Weathering with You. Also, a children's book worth a read from Kirkus Reviews is Janae Marks's From the Desk of Zoe Washington. And finally, a teen book, according to Kirk's Reviews, worth a read, Anna Marie McLemore's Dark and Deepest Red. And that's, again, from Kirkus Reviews, some of their critics' picks. If you're into books, go check out those books, learn a little bit, learn a little bit more if you'd like, and sit down by the fire and enjoy a good book over this holiday weekend. Tell them the Y'all Show sent you. <laughs> when we come back after this time out, we're going to put our attention on the LSU Tigers, your national champions of football. We're going to hear from the head coach, Ed Orgeron. We've got other LSU football news to pass along. And 
before the hour's up, we've got, as part of our SEC spotlight, a look at SEC basketball. Some exciting wins for teams on Wednesday night. We'll set the stage for what is right now going on from the standing standpoint of SEC basketball. All that as the Y'all Show continues. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. The Old War School, your national champion. Hello, welcome into the Y'all Show. This is our SEC Spotlight. I'm John Rawl. I guess you could say I got my purple and gold on in honor of those LSU Tigers. And if you don't have your purple and gold, y'all too. And if you add a little green to it here, it's perfectly fine because it's Mardi Gras time in Louisiana and other portions of the Southeast that celebrate that holiday. Well, we're going to talk about LSU football, if you don't mind, as they got that big 17-point win against Clemson on Monday night at Mercedes-Benz Superdome. We're going to hear from the head coach of the Tigers, Ed Orgeron, in the moments just after his team got the big victory as he was on Scott Van Pelt's show, and it's going to be fun to hear what Coach O said. In fact, he reveals in that interview where what the likely meal choice that was coming for him what he wanted what he wanted more than anything and as a guy that likes what he he actually said i I can understand where he's coming from but we're going to get more into the 
the brain of Ed Orgeron when we get to hear this interview coming up. A, a little tribute to Coach O as his team did the unthinkable. Remember, it was just three years ago. Here was a guy who took over LSU on an interim basis after Les Miles was fired after a stunning uh, – stunning is not even the right word. I would call it bizarre – just nobody could have ever thought of this scenario in a million years when they lost that game to Auburn, a game they thought they'd won. And then LSU decided to kick Les Miles to the curb and they put the interim t- title on Ed Orgeron. And let's be honest with you. If you have been around college football the last 15 to 20 years, Ed Orgeron has been the butt of a lot of jokes. Okay. The guy is not right. He eats, breathes, and sleeps not only football, but LSU football. And as he says now, he was even doing that when he was a head coach at the University of Mississippi. <laughs> and he is fueled by Red Bull. And he's just an animal. He is Mike the Tiger in real life there on the bayou of Baton Rouge. But Ed Orgeron, again, had had a horrible time in his years coaching the Rebels of 2005 and 06 and 07 when his teams at most got four wins in a season it was a rough go of it and of course he was given that job because the administration robert kayat and pete boone the athletic director at the university of mississippi fired david cutcliffe and said they were going to go out and get this wonderful proven head coach and they end up getting a guy who had never even been a coordinator in this case Ed Orgeron, who had been a defensive line coach at Southern Cal, and they got him to come to Oxford to be the head coach, not even a coordinator, a head coach. He took on the defensive coordinator role, I think, the first two years in Oxford, and it was an absolute disaster. And he admits that now. Remember, we're talking 15 years ago that he had that opportunity to go coach in the SEC, and that was Uh, just a terrible experience for him more than likely but certainly for those fans of the red and blue it was a rough time he was a great recruiter and that is what led him to be the lsu head football coach because he was that relentless recruiter and he knew how to get those in-state boys to stay home on the bayou and he's been able to do that and so he's proven everybody wrong those who laughed at him he can he's got the last laugh he's a national championship coach ed orgeron let me tell you about some of these players and then we'll hear from the head coach in just a second but several of the alumni of ed orgeron are going to take their talents to the next level so 2020's lsu football roster is going to look a lot different from what it looked like here this past year as we know first of all the offensive coordinator, Joe Brady, has picked up his his uh, laptop and moved out of Baton Rouge to, to, to Charlotte, North Carolina, as he's going to be the offensive coordinator for Matt Rule and the Carolina Panthers. And so Brady takes that job in the NFL. Now, of course, the LSU fans will be quick to point out that they've got the, the old quarterback there. They're leading the offense still, and so they'll be okay in that role. Now, what about players? Okay, players leaving for the NFL. The leading rusher, Clyde Edwards hyphen Hilaire, he's taking his talent to the NFL as he's one of seven underclassmen who've declared for the NFL draft. Also, Justin Jefferson, he's moving on. He was a receiver for the LSU offense. Also, Jacob T- uh, Phillips, a tackler for the LSU defense. Also, the nation's top defensive back and the Jim Thorpe Award winner, 
Grant Delpit says that he's going to go on to the NFL. Center Lloyd Cushenberry III, left tackle Shadik Charles, and also inside linebacker Patrick Queen also announced their decisions to turn pro this week. As Mel Kuyper of the Mothership of Sports says, Cushenberry and Charles, are, they seize them as top 10 prospects at their positions. And more of those guys will be going high in the draft. Now, I just said these are seven underclassmen heading to the NFL. And, of course, this doesn't include the seven here. Joe Burrow, who was a senior going to the NFL, likely to be the next Cincinnati Bengal, as he'll likely be the number one draft pick if Cincinnati has that number one pick and don't trade it away. So there will be a lot of change there. And Ed Orgeron, yeah, he needs to be recruiting to fill these spots. I heard some LSU fans speak this week, and they said, look, national championship, great. Winning 15 games, going 15-0 and was awesome. But realistically, in 2020, 10-2 regular season is about all you can ask for for the LSU Tigers. So that's just what some LSU fans are saying if you love those Bayo Bengals, you might be wanting to get back in that national championship. And you know what? You can win it. LSU has proven, as they're the only team to ever do it, that they can go to a national championship game with two losses. And they've done it. And they could do it again. Although a little bit harder, maybe. But, man, the cards just fell for their way back in 2007. When they they lost their last home game of the 2007 uh, season to Arkansas in triple overtime. They also lost a triple overtime game to Kentucky that year. And despite two losses, they still found their way to the national championship and won that game. And so LSU, you know more than anybody that even if you do get those two losses in 2020, you still got a pretty good chance of maybe just maybe getting back to a championship birth or in this case you don't even have to go to the championship you first got to get get to the cfp the playoff and ed orgeron has proven he's a darn good coach and he knows to get people like offensive coordinator in Spinger to stick around and lead the offense of lsu he's got a good guy there on defense as long as he don't get a, he doesn't get a job somewhere in the next month or two and will be around for 2020 the Tigers got it going on. By the way, if you want to go to Baton Rouge on Saturday, there'll be a celebration just outside the stadium for the national championship. There'll be a parade on the LSU campus. All that starts at 11 a.m. And you can go to lsusports.net for more information. But right now, these players for LSU better enjoy the championship because some of these guys are heading to the NFL and some of these guys might be going to places like Cincinnati and Cleveland, and they won't be celebrating more than likely any kind of championship anytime in the near future. Now, President Trump was on hand at the national championship game on Monday night to see LSU's win, and now he's extended an invitation to the Bayou Bengals to come see him at the White House. And the decision to visit or not the White House during Trump's presidency has become a real question mark for some teams. As you've seen some teams decline the offer, like the NBA champion, the Warriors refused to go to the White House. So I don't know if there's a date, exact date scheduled for LSU to go to Washington, D.C. and visit the White House. We're waiting on that out of the LSU athletic office. But I think they had to go sooner than later. I think Clemson last year went pretty darn early. I think they went like within two weeks of winning the national championship. 
up to the White House. And remember, that's where they got fed hamburgers and hot dogs and maybe even Chick-fil-A there at the White House as uh, they had a feast and and had a good time. But a lot of people thought that was a little bit of an insult. My whole theory on that was often, as has been the case forever, yeah, teams go visit the White House and they hang out, get their picture, but they don't normally even get fed. So for those people who were bashing Clemson's, uh, they shouldn't have even been there if they were going to get hamburgers and French fries and and Chick-fil-A. Hey, they probably enjoyed it because they had lots of that stuff to go through after a hard-fought national championship for the Tigers of Clemson last year. Now, Joe Burrow, he made a statement on Wednesday about the Cleveland Browns' Odell Beckham Jr. giving out what looked like cash to the LSU players in the seconds after LSU claimed that national championship on Monday. And Joe Burrow put a statement out that said, I'm not a student athlete anymore. And he said that that was real money. And LSU's now put out a statement that what Odell Beckham Jr. was doing, they say that they're, the LSU administration says that they're aware of the situation regarding Beckham interacting with LSU student athletes and other unaffiliated with the team following the championship game Monday night. Initial information suggested the bills that were exchanged were novelty bills. Information and footage reviewed since shows apparent cash may have been given to the LSU athletes. Well, duh. (laughs) I mean, why would Odell Beckham be walking around with fake money? He's got the bank account, although he should be giving some of that money back to the Cleveland Browns after the year that he had on the field. But he, he wasn't hiding it. He did it right there in plain view for all the cameras to capture him handing out cash money to the LSU players. LSU needs to fire back and say, we're going to uh, certainly ask that the money be returned to Beckham, but they also probably need to keep him out of their locker room and really need to keep him away from the football program. I mean, that, that's, that's a, a very overt example of people giving money to college players, student athletes. We've all known supposedly it goes covert, but here Odell Beckham Jr. not holding back when he's giving out the dough, the Benjamins there to the LSU Tigers. And this LSU Tigers, the national champions of 2019, are they going to be going down in history as one of the greatest college football teams ever? Well, a lot of people believe that indeed they just might be listed as that because of course, they went 15-0, and only the second time a team's ever gone 15-0. The 2018 Clemson Tigers were 15-0 in 2018. And the University of Chicago, go Maroons, they were 16-0 and when they won some kind of championship way back in 1899. Now, that team of Chicago, the University of Chicago, they actually beat four high school teams in that season. Meanwhile, LSU in 2019 beat six top 10 teams and top four teams in the preseason AP Top 25. They won the SEC and they outscored the opposition by a combined 55 points in the postseason to win the program's fourth national championship. And their motto there this year for Coach Orgeron, one team, one heartbeat, and that certainly proved to be the case. I would have to say on a list, at least if you want to take the greatest i won't say who the greatest team in football is i don't have enough of a degree to tell you that but based on what we saw there this this year with lsu with burrow the running game when it needed to be there the receiving game the defensive playmaking and the, even the coaching 
this has to be one of your top five. So go ahead and put LSU on one of your hands as one of the best teams we've seen in college football. And I'll have to apologize to the 1958 LSU Tigers. I didn't see them play with Billy Cannon and more. But this was the best LSU national championship team that we've seen out of the three in the modern era, 2003, 2007, and now 2019. So in order to hopefully get to where LSU wants to go in the future, they gotta they got to get back to where they want to be. <laughs> That's They just set quite the bar quite high with Baton Rouge natives like Clyde Hilaire coming in there and running the ball wild when he needed to and Burrow passing it perfectly. What a season for the Bayou Bengals. Well, let's first hear from the head coach of Ed Orgeron, head coach of the LSU Tigers. He was on Scott Van Pelt's show just after his team won that championship game Monday night. And I'm sorry. It's just a personal preference. I love hearing this guy talk. And let's hear a little bit of that conversation between Orgeron and SVP on ESPN. I just thank God for the opportunity I'm proud of. You know, I'm smart enough to know that I've been surrounded by great players, a great university, and great coaches. And without them, I wouldn't be sitting here. It took right. all of us together. A lot of the pieces fall into place. Uh, one team, one heartbeat. Everybody has a great role in our championship team. Cole Kublik told me a great story. He said he was down in your office and you shared with him that when you get there in the morning, you take a look around, you take inventory, you say your prayers, you got some dumbbells over there, get yourself a little bit of yeah. pump, right? Got to stay in shape. But in a quiet morning when, yes, you're looking, when you're looking around and you think back at this season and all the teams that you beat, and how you guys did it, one team, one heartbeat. Is there a specific moment, a picture, a moment in time that you think your mind will go back to from this year? You know, they built me a brand-new patio in Old Oak Tiger Stadium. And I say my prayers every morning at 6 o'clock. And I look at Tiger Stadium, and I thank God for the opportunity to be the head coach at Louisiana State University and ask him for the words and the wisdom to give this team today. And I remember us going on the road. Uh, we were 8-0, and we had Alabama, and we had Ole Miss. And I just prayed that we could come back 10-0. If we come back 10-0, I thought we could win it, and we did it. I think it was a, cha- a turning point in our season. All right, big picture now. You guys have won. You're in a town where it's it, – I joked around, Ed. It's, it's, it's built for a party on a normal night, and tonight's not a normal night. So from now until the, you meet with your coaching staff, how do you spend this time with your family and friends? You know, we're going to go back to it. We got a nice suite. I got I got Kelly and my three boys with me. Uh-huh. We're probably going to get a ham sandwich or maybe some boot down or something. Go to bed and wake up tomorrow and do it again. <laughs> Come on, Coach. A ham sandwich? You just won the national title. They haven't lost in two years, for yeah. God's sakes. You got to at least find a gas station that's yeah. got some chicken on a stick. Some, give me something, man. You yeah, got, hey, you we can... may find that, uh, but it would be good. But we just simple folks. We love our life. I love my family. Uh, my personal time with them is going to be uh, we don't go out. We don't do things like that. I got and, you. Uh, we represent the state of Louisiana, so we, we're excited. All right, and then and then, how long before you're back out on the road trying to bring in the next wave of five stars? How long you give yourself before you're back yeah, working? I'm going, hey, I'm starting to recruit. I can't wait. I'll be on the phone tonight. Uh, we, it's a dead period, but a Friday morning I'll be on out on the road recruiting, uh, bringing in the next great, great crop of players, uh, the LSU Tigers. Well, Ed, go, go get yourself a ham sandwich, man. You've, you've earned that at a minimum. Congratulations <laughs> on this season. It was a treat to watch, and I appreciate you sitting down for us tonight. Thank you. Go Tigers. There you go. Ed Orgeron, head coach of your national champion, LSU Tigers. And Coach O, the two words that we just know you're wanting to tell us, well, I'll just have to tell them for myself here. Uh, go Tigers. 
Moving on to other headlines from the SEC, and these are two stories football-related that actually aren't directly connected to the SEC anymore, but they sort of are. As it appears, Joe Moorhead, the recently fired head coach of the Mississippi State Bulldogs, is going to be heading to Eugene, Oregon to be the new head, uh, not rather head coach, the new offensive coordinator of the Oregon Ducks as he was fired on January 3rd after only two seasons in Starkville. And he'll go on to replace Marcus Ario, who left Oregon to become the head coach at UNLV. So Joe uh, Joe Moorhead, Joe Mo, as they called him in Starkville, and the longtime offensive coordinator at Penn State did a great job there with James Franklin, now getting a chance to get back in the offensive coordinator role at Oregon this time in the Pac-12. And another blast from the past. We'll have to go back even further in the archives for this former head coach in the SEC, Bobby Petrino, who did a great job at the University of Arkansas before he spun out of control, literally, and then went on to be the head coach at Louisville and spun out of control in another way in the last couple of years. Well, the Bears of Missouri State have hired Bobby Petrino to be their new coach, the 58-year-old introduced at a news conference here today as he last coached the Cardinals of Louisville and fired after a 2-8 and eight start to the 2018 season. But before Louisville, he was at Arkansas, did a darn good job, led that program to a Sugar Bowl. Of course, also was the head coach at Western Kentucky, was a Atlanta Falcons head coach for a very brief time, and then was at Louisville where he did an amazing job with the Cardinals back in the 2014 to 2018, or rather the 2003 to 2006 time period was his first time there at Louisville and at Arkansas from 2008 to 2011. By the way, his record in the Ozarks, 34 and 17. And now Bobby Petrino back in the head coaching ranks as the head coach of the Missouri State Bears out of the FCS. And I think they're a Missouri Valley Conference member, the same conference that has teams like North Dakota State and also Illinois State and more. I think that's the conference the Bears of Missouri State find themselves in. But congratulations to Coach Petrino for getting that now fourth chance. I think that's what it's tallied up to be. After the timeout, stay with us. We'll wrap up today's Y'all Show with a quick look at SEC basketball. What a big Wednesday night it was for the South Carolina Gamecocks and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Plus, we'll let you know about SEC baseball. We are one month away from college baseball, and that report is coming up after this timeout. Stay with us. This is the Y'all Show. Deep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (laughs) 
Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Tide Alabama gives Auburn their first loss of the whole year Wednesday night there on the campus of the Capstone as Alabama beats Auburn 83-64. The Crimson Tide improves to 9-7 on the year. A big win there at Coleman Coliseum for the Crimson Tide. Another big win. This was a little bit more emotional in Columbia, South Carolina Wednesday night. At the buzzer, the South Carolina Gamecocks had a walk-off win against the number 10 ranked Kentucky Wildcats as the Gamecocks won on a three-pointer at the buzzer. 81-78, giving Frank Martin's team a much-needed win. The Gamecocks improved to 9-7. and Also Wednesday night, Georgia defeated Tennessee 80-63, to and Arkansas, which is now 14-2 and on the season, they defeated Vanderbilt on the campus of the University of Arkansas. 20-point win by the Hogs, and that was Wednesday night's action in SEC basketball. Looking at the standings of the SEC, the LSU Tigers still look to be the cream of the crop. They're the only undefeated SEC team, as LSU is 4-0 and 12-4 overall, and still, they're not ranked. Auburn, after that loss to Alabama, now sits at 3-1 in the SEC standings, but Bruce Pearl's team is ranked number four in the land. Congratulations. Arkansas is 3-1 and 14-2 overall, and they're not ranked. So something's going on. There's some bias against LSU and Arkansas with the pollsters, it appears. Kentucky, after the loss in Columbia, now sit at 3-1 in SEC play. Michael White's Florida Gators are 3-1. and one. Rick Barnes' Tennessee Vols are 2-2 two and two as lo- as alongside Alabama, also at 2-2 two and two in the SEC standings. And then you've got teams kind of at the bottom of the standings that are really struggling and will slide down to the bottom in the SEC. Vanderbilt still has not found an SEC win. And the Mississippi Landsharks out of uh, Oxford still are 0-3 in SEC play, 9-7 and overall. Everybody else is kind of teeter-tottering around 500, but that's the latest standings of the SEC with only a couple of those teams, Auburn and Kentucky in the top 25. When we look at the bracketology, Mr. Joe Lenardi of ESPN is coming out with his projections 
for March Madness. And he does have teams like Arkansas picked to, to go to March Madness, as Auburn's also in there. Kentucky, naturally, is picked to be in March Madness, according to Joe Lenardi. He's got five SEC teams total in his rundown of projections for March Madness. The Big Ten, he's got 11 teams penciled in from the Big Ten right now. Big East, which I don't know why they always get a lot of love. I don't think they deserve it. The Big East, he's got seven teams projected. The SEC's tied with the Big 12 with five teams projected. He's only got four ACC teams in the rundown of projections for March Madness. That from Joe Lenardi, in case you're ready for March Madness, which is going to be here in about two months. Can't wait for that. And to the women's college basketball ranks we go here in our SEC spotlight, congratulations to Dawn Staley and the South Carolina Fighting Gamecocks as the Lady Gamecocks are number one in all the land. Thanks to a couple of teams losing last week, USC moved up. Carolina is 16-1 and overall and undefeated in SEC play. Also undefeated in SEC play is the number 10 Mississippi State Bulldogs there. And Kentucky, Matthew Mitchell's Wildcats, 3-1 and and 14-2 and overall. UK is ranked number 11 in the latest women's poll. LSU's 3-1. and In the standings, they are right behind the Mississippi State Bulldogs. The Tennessee Lady Vols back in the top 25 as they are 3-1, and 13-3 and overall. Also, Texas A&M, is, they've got a winning record at 2-1, and 14-2 and overall as the Aggies are ranked number 12 in the land. Arkansas with a 14-3 and overall mark. The Hogs are ranked number 23. The Land Sharks in Oxford and the Auburn Tigers are at the very bottom of the standings with zero wins on the SEC schedule. And we're approaching Valentine's Day. What does that mean? It means you better get ready to tell your loved one you love them, first of all. But it also means the start of college baseball. And as we get ready for that magical day for all you baseball fans, a quick look at the latest top 25 preseason poll according to D1 Baseball. Louisville and Dan McDonald are atop the rankings of college baseball's poll with a number one ranking. But the defending national champion Vanderbilt Commodores, Tim Corbin's ball club, is at two in the D1 Baseball poll. Other teams from the SEC in this poll, the Florida Gators are at four. Georgia is at number five. The Razorbacks are at number seven. The Auburn Tigers, which had a very good 2018 and 2019 season, they're in there at number eight. Also, Mississippi State, as Chris Lamonis' ball club went to Omaha last year, and his Diamond Dogs are ranked number 10. LSU is at 11. Man, they got a ways to go to compete with that football team when they're ranked number 11 in the preseason poll. Other SEC teams in the top 25, Texas A&M is at number 20. And the Mississippi Land Sharks are at 25 in the D1 baseball preseason top 25 of college baseball. And that will conclude our SEC report today. That will conclude our y'all show today. Thank you. I'm John Rawl. We'll be right back here come Friday with our Friday free for y'all. We'll take a quick look at the brand new films hitting theaters this weekend. We'll rewind to a great interview here this week. And we'll let you know about all the college basketball games and the NFL playoffs. The championship weekend of the NFL is going on Sunday. All that on our Friday show. You don't want to miss it. Until that time, y'all have a great rest of your day. You've been listening to y'all.
If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Keeps coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Hi, I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear. Filling in for Smokey, because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless, dumping our used barbecue coals willy-nilly. Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. That's why I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous or new car scented. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. 